0: You're listening to The Roulette Tapes. I'm Susan James. I'll be your host for this edition. Drummer and composer William Hooker is our guest, and he gives us background on three performances available in the Roulette Concert Archives. We'll hear clips of 2021's pandemic-era performance chimes, 2016's Evidence, The Baldwin Suite, and 2018's The Great Migration and a tidbit of 1988's A Color Circle. Here's William Hooker.
1: very happy about the fact that um, my life has been a very creative one. I'm interested in all types of music, all types of expressions of music. I'm always looking toward the future in in most cases, even though I can talk about the past, but I'm really interested in the future and what this music has to say about the way that we can change and alter the way we respect and, and um, interact with each other. I'll start with my jazz part because I'm obviously a person that has come from rock and roll and come from rhythm and blues and come from organ trios and come from uh, playing with people um, like that and, and playing stage shows and things like that. Uh, but I, in terms of jazz, I went to California after playing in a jazz group for a long time. And um, it changed me in terms of the way I look at um, the creation of the music and the way I approach the music. Because at that point, I decided I'm just going to do my own work. And I also decided that I was going to be recorded in a different way because I always felt as if the drums um, were never recorded properly. So I was very, very lucky to be able to do that as well. Uh, What can I say? Uh, The opportunities rolled up and they kept happening and they kept happening. And I I was very happy to be a person that was on the receiving end of these situations. I still am.
0: Evening-length work, Chimes, William Hooker, Hans Tommen, Ann Davis, and Theodore Woodward joined him for that evening, as well as the dancer Michael Battle.
1: An incredible night, an astounding night. Astounding because um, I've always felt as if dance was a very, very important thing in terms of my relationship to the creative world. Many musicians aren't of the same ilk. They really do believe that I'm making sound and this is my major priority. My, my thoughts after a while, realizing I was very comfortable with playing drums and, and, and what I could give to the music and give to other musicians, I felt as if it was time for me to expand and, and uh, I've always, always throughout my life been a dancer. For me to be in the company of someone from the Alvin Ailey Dance Company, and that's right up the street from me, and to recognize the fact that these people are part of my creative life, I wanted to bring this person's uh, expression into roulette. And so what I did was, I had on on, on um, acoustics. Guitar, and I had Hans on electric guitar and Bukla as well as uh, and uh, Theodore was on synthesizer we used the entire space and we also use the fact that some people have let uh, who they had at the time working there uh, he, Jim Staley always picks people to work around him that have extreme skills I've got to say he can he can he can zero in on people's skills and he he did at this point too. And and there were only like two or three other people in the room because it was uh, COVID. I I think I completely forgot that it was COVID. So I went off into my creative self. It was a very organized performance and all of the people respected each other's contribution to it. And I think that that was the most important thing about doing this particular performance because there were sections in it when it was just dance alone. And then other sections in it where it was just a duet between myself and acoustic guitar. It, it was really an extraordinary performance. I, I, I when I say extraordinary and I'm not, I'm not patting myself on the back for this. I'm, I, I'm really speaking to what I wanted the performance to be and how it turned out. It turned out better than I thought it was going to be. It was quite a night. It was quite a night. singing sad songs about stress and strife here's a joint for all my people scared to death of life golden rule 2016's uh,
0: respect Evidence The Baldwin,
1: Baldwin Suite when your man passed away you put his face on your garb when he lived it was just another day on the job now he gone in the pain make you swear by his name you never thought to do the same for the reaper came I ain't saying disrespect the deceased respect due to each I'm just saying F-Rest live in peace hypocrites benefit from the murder death kill till it's one of they people who's a victim in blood spill life is death defiant In the hood, son, any day above ground is a good one. Life is death-defying in the hood, son. Any day above ground is a good one. Come on.
2: There is, for example, at least in principle, an Irish community. Here, there, anywhere, or more precisely, Belfast, Berlin, and Boston. There's a German community. In Berlin, Bavaria, and Yorkville. There are, for that matter, Indian restaurants in the Turkish baths. There is the underworld, the poor to say nothing of those who intend to become rich are always with us. But this does not describe a community. It bears terrifying witness to what happened to everyone who got there and paid the price of a ticket. The price was to become white. No one was white before he or she came to America. It took generations and a vast amount of courage because this before this became a white country.
1: The Baldwin Suite has taken many, many different incarnations. Um, that was the, one of the very first ones. It started basically from St. Peter's Church where we had the entire sanctuary. And then we, we moved, uh, I was given the, opportun- the next opportunity to do it at Roulette. Um, I had been studying uh, the works of James Baldwin and, and I had absorbed another thing which I feel very, very is very, very important about, um, the creative life, which is the spoken word and the written word. Um, these off, off times are not um, looked at in terms of their totality by um, musical performers because we concern ourselves usually with um, the sound of something. Even though, even though, if you listen to uh, James Joyce reciting um, Ulysses, you can hear the sound of his voice as well, which is a completely different take on what you think an author would sound like. So that's a whole other part of the aesthetic, I believe. The Baldwin Suite was really my expression about who James Baldwin was and is, actually, to the present day, because I look into I look into Facebook and I still see his quotes all over the place. So, so because of that, it's really as if, yeah, he passed away, but still, what he had to say was very, very relevant for societies at large and... For the intellectual community, also, he's not to be taken lightly. He's not. He's not total. He's not really totally a rabble rouser, but he is a person who's very, very. His mind is very, very keen on um, making his points and being very incisive and cutting about doing that. That that really astounded me about who James Baldwin was uh, and how I could reinterpret some of the many books that I have seen and and, uh, read by him, the plays. So um, it was another great performance. And and as I said, it evolved into, I think we did it maybe three or four times. It has yet to be put into um, a recording, but I hope that it will one day. way that roulette has given me the opportunity to express who I am in my fullness, and they never get in my way. And people like yourself have always worked with roulette and with Jim Staley, which is which is an, which is also another another uh, welcoming situation. I always feel whenever I go into roulette, I always feel comfortable. And I always feel as if the people that are working there are open to whatever I, however, wherever I want to take the performance. And usually, uh, which is contrary to what a lot of people do, I usually change my performances, even though I tell people I'm going to do such and such a thing. I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe I'm just an unstable person, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it can't be A, B, C, D, E always it cannot always be like that so I find most of the people at roulette are very very open to the fact that creative moments happen and they want to go with the moment as much as I want to go with the moment to bring out what happens while it's actually happening separate from what you planned which is also a very very good thing all of these performances, anytime I played at Roulette, and I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, even when, even when Jim had his place at, at his house in, in, in West Broadway, it was the same thing. It was the same thing. One of my recordings was recorded there. Uh, I think it's called The Color Circle. That was like a long, long time ago. It's always been that way, and I always feel as if I'm in good hands, trusting hands, and, and there's a mutual respect between myself and the people that work there.
0: Great Migration from 2018.
1: why i remember it is because it's the most touching uh, piece I've, i think i've ever done because it dealt with my parents it dealt with my parents and their their migration from the south all the way up to the north i'll never forget that one because i had two people in the audience who were actually a part of the performance one person is elton brooks who now is 98 years old and um uh, uh, miss lampkin who is also now uh i think about 89 or 90 years old you see these are people that when i was a child they were around uh where we lived to actually uh keep us intact in to make sure our thing was together and now they now uh they were close friends with uh, my family and and it was the most it was the most touching one that I did because it was the most uh, the most personal. It was the most personal. Uh, that's separate from the musicians because that's another thing I gotta say. The musicians, all great artists, they really did not know what was going on. They They understood from an aesthetic point of view what was going on, but they did not understand from the point of view of me as a child and listening to Ms. Lampkin sing songs that you would hear Sunday morning on WKCR, and she's a minister. How we play is fine. It's great to be an artist that's accomplished and and known for being able to really, really express yourself in your instrument. It's also an eye-opening thing to see people that understand that the soul is an instrument. And so because of that, you have groups of people that have migrated from places on in America that that's that's the only thing that they had. They didn't have, uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna get a booking at Carnegie Hall and because of that, I'm gonna ride the train up and I'm gonna ride the train back and I'm in an old doubt No, I mean, in the, in some cases, <laughs> these people left, they left the South when they were like 13 and 14 years old with their brothers and sisters. And people recognize. I mean, eventually, the other musicians recognize the fact that this is what I was trying to do. And um, so, because of that, I got. I got to really say, all of the astounding musicians that played in the Great Migration. It's a hefty. It's a hefty thing, because you can see that all these people are coming from various places and they are all my friends. And in the audience, I have two people that have raised me. And we're speaking about something that is historically, as well as aesthetically, important to uh, the culture of the United States and the culture of the world. And so that's the way I looked at that piece. And um, I have to get that one out, I have to get that one out too. So I got some work ahead of me. Silver Fleece is my investigation of the book, The Quest for the Silver Fleece, by W.E.B. Du Bois. It's one of his only novels, and so when you investigate the way he looked at the novel, as as opposed to the way he looked at social critique, like for example, um, his studies of the Philadelphia Projects or his study of um, his creation of the A.C.P. Okay. So, but, but this transcended that, obviously, because W. B. Du Bois, first black person to graduate from Harvard, uh, realized in his, in his um, intelligence, in his brilliance, that this question, not only was a question for black people, but a question for all of those people who were under the thumbs of a capitalistic system that rules the United States. So it's much bigger than that. It's much bigger than that. Even though those were the people he was trying to get on board, to to make them aware of the fact that that they are part and parcel of a bigger problem. So he did it in a very very effective way. And um, I mean, the souls of black folk is is a, is, a, is a classic. Is, there's nothing that can be said about that. I'm just taking I'm just taking all of those aspects of his intelligence. And his understanding of the human condition, and I'm putting it in different groups because, as as you know, we are in the middle of a, we're coming out of COVID, right? And so because of that, you have you have musicians and artists that can get on board for certain projects and can't be on board for other projects, or you have places that will close or places that will be in a certain situation because of monetary needs or whatever. And those things make the piece change as well. So it's a very mobile piece. It's a very mobile piece. It's had to be. I'm trying to really use all those people that are are getting on board and are open to the idea because I want to come back into roulette killing it. I want to come back into roulette killing it. Seriously.
0: sampling of the work of William Hooker, our guest for this edition of The Roulette Tapes. The Roulette Tapes is an award-winning podcast made possible in part with support from the National Endowment for the Arts and the Grammy Museum and is a 2021 Webby Award honoree. Our executive producer is David Weinstein. I'm Susan James for everyone at Roulette. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.